I've uh, got a topic I want to talk to you. Started a little bit on it uh, Wednesday. We talked a little bit about Daniel and how Daniel had to face the consequences of life because of the decisions that uh, the king made toward him. They wanted him to eat certain foods and he wouldn't do it because of his beliefs and he stood his ground, which is called integrity. And then we've got Joseph who stood his ground for what he felt and what he lived through. We didn't talk about that, but that's another topic that, that may come up. But today, and I'm not going to get into the names of the people that I'm going to be bringing, talking about, uh, but you'll recognize some of these people. But let's start off by going to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. Father, we thank you. We thank you for just everything that's going on today, and we ask that you would open our hearts. Lord, this is a topic that uh, many people don't even want to talk about, but yet it deals with every one of us to help us walk in that excellence, to walk in that integrity that you have placed inside of us. Uh, it's not us. It has to be you. Because we always fail and always slip up and always mess up. But, Father, we know that uh, you've made us righteous and you've made us in right standing and you've made us to walk in excellence because you are excellent. And I thank you as this word goes out, Father, shorter or long, however you're going to be speaking today, I thank you that you're going, to, you're going to remind us that we've got to continue to walk towards you and for you. And we thank you, Lord. You are that measuring line, Father, in everything in our life. Amen. Amen. 10 says, According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation and another builds on it. I thought, good what he says next he says but let each one take heed how he builds on it and that's really the direction I want to talk to you about today how easy it is for us to have a good foundation and allow the enemy to convince us without even sometimes even knowing what we're doing to go the route we shouldn't be going and not walk in that integrity that God's placed in us now, I don't care what your age is here if the Holy Spirit lives in you, if you've asked Jesus to be Lord of your life, and if you haven't here or by internet, just ask him and just say, Lord, thank you that you died for me and you rose again. And then he can start working in you. He, changed your con he changes your conscience, the Bible tells us. So when we don't walk in excellence, you know it. Without a word being spoken, you know it. So it's a battle that goes on. I'm sure Daniel had it. I'm sure Daniel, when he was at that place of, if I, I don't believe in eating this food. This is against my life. But he was bold enough in what he believed to go that route. But yet it's so easy for, it's, it seems easier to float down the stream than to go upstream. <laughs> it's a guarantee. We're, we're a sin-natured people. Adam and Eve messed that up for us, so we have that in us, so it's easy to go the wrong way. So, so he's saying here, he's saying, but let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other, verse 11, for no other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. He is our cornerstone. He is our foundation. He is, he is what we have to build on. He is, the, I mean... I don't care what building is built. If it does not have a good foundation, 
the rest of the building in time will show off what is underneath them. It's a guarantee. I mean, it's a guarantee. If we would have built this on just sand, built a structure, not only would termites have destroyed it, just nature itself would have pulled it down. Gravity wins. And it would have come down. It wouldn't come down flat. It would have come down in many different directions because it didn't have a good foundation. See, we've got that good foundation. In Isaiah 28, 16, and 17, in the New Living Translation, it says, Look, I am placing a foundation stone in Jerusalem, a firm and tested stone. It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. Whoever believes need never be shaken. Now, I love verse 17. It says, I will test you with the measuring line of justice and the plumb, the plumb line of righteousness. Now, as I studied that this week, I, I caught something I hadn't caught before. That measuring line is from that foundation point, that cornerstone. See, if we, if we, you've heard me say this before. If your, if your cornerstone is right here, let's say it's at the level of this point right here. And I stretch a string across this room. If I have that string perfectly level, I can build something over there that's exactly the height of this because I use that measuring line, okay? This measuring line they're talking about here is our life and our choices. The things that we do, the things that we say, those areas of our life where, where where's your commitment, where, where is your value? Where is, your, where is it when you've got something that you've heard from somebody that you don't know if it's the truth, or maybe you even know it's the truth, where are you at when it comes to gossip? Are you excellent? Do you pass it on because, well, it's the truth? Or do you just leave it alone and let God have it, rather than spew out something that doesn't give grace to someone that hears it? That's all part of this. this, this area of lying, this area of cheating, this area of stealing, this area, all these areas are excellent, and they're, they're your integrity, and they're, your, they're supposed to be your foundation, but then it goes on, which I thought is so awesome, then it says, it says, it says, all right, it says, I will test you with the measuring line, then it says, and the plumb line of righteousness, the cross goes like this. And is your righteous, not your righteous, but it's your living standard. It's how you're living. But the line that goes this way is the plumb line. See, the plumb line is a string with a weight hanging down. And it will hang. Once it stops moving, it's exactly, it's exactly there and it will not change. And that's the point you can work from. See, he is my righteousness. That will not change. This can change because of choices I make. And we've got to live. He tests you in these choices every day. You say, well, God, don't test. You're in a test. You're walking through a test. You're going from point A to point B. You're choosing. Choices bring consequences. There's nothing we can do about that. But see, integrity, listen, integrity is the foundation of your influence. Let me say that again. That measuring area, that integrity, is how much, it shows other people how much the influence is going to be. You all know people that lie all the time. How much do you listen to? 
when they talk to you. You know those people that cheat and steal? How much did they really, what they have to say to you really matter? See, sometimes you have to take people when they get caught up in their emotions and get caught up in stretching the truth, get caught up in not telling the whole truth. You have to learn to just set them on, on, on the shelf because now you know this is okay and you love them and you forgive them. And, and Brad and I was talking last night. It's not difficult to be a Christian. You just love people. Case closed. You don't have to convince them. You, don't have, you just have to love them. But see, this is all a part of that love. Walking. You all with me? You've got to walk in this. See, a mistake can be overlooked. Everybody here, everybody by internet, you're going to mess up. But trust, integrity, trust, it can't be broken. You can't choose to lie. Because see, you do. We choose everything we do. You choose it. I mean, even what I have to say up here, as I, as I, as I try to continue to listen to what the Holy Spirit wants me to share, I still have to choose those words. And the enemy still tries to come in with something that I should not say. It's so easy. To, to, it's so easy. Back in the day, it was so easy to have a sermon in the flesh. Because she was always mad at somebody. And you could, boy, you could really, boy, you could, you're all going to hell. Yet, wrong kind of witness. Our witness is love. But see, I'm talking to each one of us individually that stand in that righteous, that plumb line, but yet we mess up. And I'm telling you, we've got to start recognizing if you violate trust, you hinder your influence. Our purpose is to go through this earth and be an influence. You want to be a person that somebody says, they're great people. You know, I'd love to have more qualities like they've got. I'd love to be able to withstand the things they're going through, and you'd never even know it was, they was going through it. But if you're a liar... Nobody's saying that. Or if you're full of pride, nobody's saying that. I, I can't go there, Krista. You know what I'm wanting to say. It's an area where my flesh wants to rise up right now because I'm so against what took place. We, we both were talking. We just shut up, didn't we? It was just like, there's no sense going there. You're all thinking, what am I talking about? I'm not going to tell you because that's, that's my choice. And we weren't violating. We just recognize if we keep going, we're going to violate. That's a choice. That's an area of walking in that that I'm, I'm, that I'm trying to, to get across to us. It's so funny. You can talk about a topic, and sometimes people act like, well, it's not no big deal. It was a big deal to Daniel. It was a big deal to Joseph. I guarantee you it was a big deal to Jesus. See, he never sinned. But yet he was tried in every area. He knew who he was, so he knew I'm going to make a right choice. What is integrity? It's a state of honesty and purity. It's a state of being complete in who you know you really are. And staying there and standing on that and placing your life in that. It's a state of being real. Don't you hate someone that is 
Here at church, they talk their walk. And even on little trips, they talk their, they talk their talk. But yet at home, they're still cussing and screaming at each other and throwing things. And, and not, you say, well, well, everybody falls short. I understand that. This is what this sermon's about. You've got to stop. Because you are influencing somebody when you're living, your influence is going wrong when we choose not to walk and trust in God. Well, I was mad. Big deal. Does that give you the right to walk out of what God's placed in you? Because your influence to everyone is always out there, good or bad. It's choices we make. You've got to be loyal to the truth. Daniel was loyal to the truth. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of the spring, out of, out of it springs the issues of life. Listen to this. Issues of life, when you look it up in the Hebrew, actually says the seasons of life. Let me, let me keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the seasons of your life. Yeah, it changes it. Because see, what I go through tomorrow may have been caused by the choices I made today. Well, isn't that the truth? Now, seasons are short, seasons are long. We don't make them all. People, some people make them for us. Don't you love it when somebody is a gossip and they start a season for your life that shouldn't even have been started? Say something about you. Not fixable once it's said. True or not true? Not fixable. Once you speak it, you've poisoned somebody else. Then that person had no idea that that come along, and now they've got to face what everybody else thinks because of your filthy mouth. That's a choice. But it's the truth. Let's go scripturally, then it's the truth. Let's go to that person. Don't throw anything at me. But it's the truth. And we're talking about truth. We're talking about integrity. We're talking about being honest. We're talking about allowing the issues not to be the wrong issues. See, we're talking about our thoughts. We're talking about our commitment. We're talking about our possessions. I mean, you say, well, don't, don't pick on me if I don't wash my car. That's all part of integrity. Taking care of what God give you. Keeping it as nice as you can keep it. Well, well, that, that's none of your business. I, I, I don't care. But it's an issue of integrity. If you've got scratches on the back of your car where it says, wash me. Scratches come from rubbing your feet. Don't, don't do that to my car. If it's dirty, don't write in it. Because you're scratching whatever you're writing through the dirt. But the point is, we can't keep everything perfect, but yet we can strive to keep our home nice. We can strive to keep our yard nice. We can strive to take a bath. We can strive to brush our teeth. We can well, that's all part of excellence. You say, well, Pastor, you're really picking on me. No, I'm just telling you, Daniel chose. Joseph chose. Now, now, now these aren't scriptural people that I'm going to bring up. But they're people you might know. You might work with these people. Their names go along with their life. Paperclip Poncho. 
You don't know paperclip poncho. He works next to you. And he, he, he reaches in the desk that is his, but it, the, the paperclips are the company's. And he takes them home with him. He takes his ink pen. That's called stealing. Y'all looking at me like you don't know any paperclip ponchos. We all get tempted in those areas when you're working for somebody and, and there's just such waste. The coal mines was unbelievable. I mean, they literally, I seen guys cut up copper wire and put it in their bucket because. Well, they're wasting it and they don't pay me enough anyway. What about Natalie no return? You know that you got your shopping cart at Walmart. And they've got places to put it in. But yet you choose to just shove it to the side because you're not going to put it where it goes. That's integrity. And then you wonder why one day on a, on a, when it starts, something starts chasing your car down the hill. And the shopping cart smashes in the side. You're wondering, well, how, was that a season that caught up with you? you the Bible says... You reap what you sow. <laughs> what about half-hearted Harry? You know, the one that comes to work just a little bit late and doesn't get clocked in right on time, and the one that takes a 30-minute break instead of a 15-minute break, and the one that goes and hides during the day. You all know them people. They're not working unto God, they're working unto self. And they don't realize that the longer they get out of work, the longer the day is. How many knows that one? I mean, there was times at the coal mines when I worked there that we could not do anything out with heavy equipment, so they would put us in a shanty just to kind of get rid of us. There was not a worse day in my life working than setting, listening, all the garbage plus just setting that's half but that's integrity and you all know some of them people and maybe I'm talking to some of them people they can't just give a good day's work you know now it's terrible because now you can you can be on you can be on your phone and you think everybody thinks that you're working but in fact you're just going through Facebook, and, and when you talk to them, you find out they know everything about Facebook, but yet they tell you they never look at Facebook. <laughs> the only way you can know what's on Facebook, and not that I'm saying it, I'm against that, it's how much time do you spend there? And when do you spend time there? At, when Chris worked for Joyce Meyer, they had someone monitor all the time where the Internet was going. Matter of fact, he had to fire one of his workers because of where he went. He was a half-hearted Harry. He wasn't, he, y'all follow what I'm talking about? And you know these people. I got a couple more. What about, what about Freddie Freeloader? You know, the one that absolutely does not pay their bills. They know they owe it, but they just choose not to. Matter of fact, some of them are, are so good at it, they'll live in one county and then they'll move to the next county when their bills get too big in this county. Or they'll just get so 
hardened that they owe people everywhere that they see every day, but they don't care. That's because it's become a habit, but that's not excellence. And we all sometimes forget to pay somebody a dollar, five dollars. That's just, remind them, hey, you owe me a buck. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. You owe me 10,000. Really? But, but we all know Freddie the freeloader. We got, I, got, I got one more that I, it, don't get mad at me. The, the name alone, Miss Lucy Lucy. God gives us all stuff. How good are you taking care of what God's give you? We were talking, my sister and I were talking about family we've got that are through their life of where they raise their, their multimillionaires and the lifestyle they live. And they've got homes in Florida and they've got a home in Colorado. And, and I said, it's just all, how much do they make? We live the same way. We live where we, what we make, but are you taking care of what you've got? I don't care what it is. I don't care if you've got a 39 Hudson. It, did you keep it clean? Did you keep it nice? Did you keep it running best you could? Did you keep it? I can, I can take the oldest wore-out car you got, and I can take it and detail it, and I can clean the tires, and you would think it's five years newer, ten years newer. See, God's after excellence. And, and Lucy here, she misused everything she ever has. She doesn't wash your clothes. I remember one time I went to a person's house and I went downstairs. And I'm, I'm serious. As, I'm serious. The clothes were about that tall, which meant they run down the hill. Of... Somebody took offense. Somebody took offense. It wasn't your house. And they, they, they got dressed by just pulling out what they wanted and shaking it out and wearing it because they didn't take care. You say, well, Pastor, you're, you're getting... No, I'm just telling you the way life is. And we've got to recognize this is all a part of excellence. This is all a part of living what he wants us to live. He wants us to follow. It's a choice. Every choice has a, has a consequence. Every choice has a consequence. Every choice has a consequence. According to your decisions is what's going to happen. See, but we have placed inside of us the excellent spirit of Christ. Everybody that's born again has that. And you're following that and you're allowing that to direct you. And because of that, because of that, he puts us on solid ground. Because you've got that, listen, know this, you're on solid ground. Proverbs 10, 9 says, he who walks with integrity walks securely. So if I purpose to make a right choice, now I'm going to make wrong choices. Those are understandable because you just, you just do that sometimes. But just a purpose to be lazy, just a purpose to not be committed, just a purpose that there's no security in that. There, you're not locked in. Because of integrity, it shows your measuring line. It shows what, what foundation you have. It shows that direction you've got. Proverbs 10, 19 in the New Living Translation said, truthful words stand the test of time. Mm, buddy, if I know someone that at every time they do their best to give me the straight shot, I will stand with them forever. 
But you tell, you give me somebody that I have caught in continuous lying, I won't give them the time of day because I don't trust them. It's some of them that you just, you, you say as little as possible because you know it's going to get twisted or turned or gossiped. Those love drama. They love drama because they're prideful. They don't even know they're prideful. But they're, they're, af they're after their own gain. You're all following me. But we've got to recognize, I stand on that. All right? There's another one here. Because of, of this integrity, I know what to expect. Proverbs 11.3, honest guides good people. Honesty guides good people. Honesty guides, integrity guides good people. You can follow that person. You know that, person's, that, that person might, might fall short a little at times, but don't you. Integrity shows your plumb line. Integrity shows that you're standing in that righteousness the best you can. You're following because you know he's got you grounded. You know he's got you. Isaiah 27, 17, we talked about this in earlier. It says integrity, is our, integrity shows us our righteousness. God wants everybody here and everybody by the Internet to walk in that excellent spirit and to be a person of excellent spirit and to trust that person that you're around every day. I mean, we, you know, let's be honest. I don't care who you are. You don't really know every... Monica and Neil have been married for years. They don't really, 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 really know each other all the way. You can't. You never will. But yet we know him. And we walk in that love I was talking about. You just accept. and That's why Connie and I got along so well for 47, almost 48 years. Because we come to that place in our walk where we recognize I cannot change her. She cannot change me. So let's just love each other for let God take care of us. You want to have a good marriage? Let God take care of it. I can look around every room here, every person here in this room. And you're not the same. And if you're walking with Christ, you're not the same that you was a year ago. Now, if you've quit church and you quit seeking God and you quit spending time, it's kind of like that, that person that you graduated with and never went to see Christ at all. They're just right where they were. But see, with Christ and that knowing that he's in me, then I know that I know that I know he's got me. Let's stand up. I want you to grab a hand right next to you. You don't have to run around and find somebody. Just grab the hand next to you. We're going to close out today just by praying. Father, I thank you. You have placed in each and every one of us that spirit of excellence. We know if we're born again, we know right choices from wrong choices. And I thank you that you're going to make us so sensitive, so sensitive, Father, that we don't want to be like some of these people that, that we know that live around us, that half-hearted Harry, that, that, that Lucy that, that just doesn't take care of what she's got. That person that works next to me that, that carries stuff off all the time and takes stuff from the workplace, steals time from the company. That person that, that, that just loves to take what they've heard and gossip and destroy lives. Father, we don't want to be like that. We thank you that you've given us that excellent, excellent spirit. 
Everybody pray with me. Say, Father, I thank you. Your excellent spirit lives in me. Thank you for helping me to walk my talk. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. Give somebody a hug before you leave today.